I got my miracle. 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 This is the place for miracles. Okay, if you have your Bibles, go to Matthew 6.33, and then what we're going to do is go in reverse. When we think about Matthew 6.33, we have, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his ways of doing and being. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Now, righteousness could be a tricky little word there where everybody thinks, Oh my gosh, it's the righteousness of God. Um, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I have to be so righteous. I have to be perfect. Wait a minute, we're going into self-righteous there. So you see, the righteousness of God means his ways of doing and being. It actually means his ways of operating in his kingdom. And the kingdom of God is as a seed that must be sown. And when it's sown, it grows up. So when you seek first the kingdom of God, it's his ways of structure and order, his ways of how he operates in his kingdom. And when we find kingdom principles and how he operates in the kingdom, then all the things we have need of shall be added unto you. The kingdom of God is as a seed. So when you sow a seed and it grows up, is that where the, and all the things you have need of shall be added unto you? Hmm, I happen to think so. But let's back up a little bit. Because while that seems extremely, wow, how awesome. When I seek first God's kingdom, when I obey his kingdom principles, when I obey tithing or I obey how to operate in faith and when I obey, obey prayer and I do those things, pray ye one for another that you may be healed. When I obey the, the, in a sense, the essence of the kingdom, all the things that I have need of shall be added unto you. But I got a little chuckle out of backing up to Matthew 6, 26. Because before we get to chuckle, we get a little rebuke. But it's the sweetest, cutest rebuke perhaps in the Bible. Now, when someone reads this, you might think, that wasn't sweet. And how can you call that cute? Well, let's just think about having kids and think about when we talk to our kids. You know, discipline does not mean beating someone over the head with a stick. You know, when we think of God and he disciplines us, you know, the, the proverbial flowing robe, long hair, blowing in the wind, long beard and a whipping stick, waiting for us to make a mistake about his kingdom and righteousness and wham, God's just going to set us back into another century. Hold on a minute. Discipline means to make a disciple out of by training. And technically it starts in a process. As a parent, we train our child to be obedient to us and as they grow, obedient to society. And then as they grow enough and they become in that age of accountability, obedient to God. Discipline means make a disciple out of by training. That's why it says train up a child, not beat up a child in the way he shall go. And when he's old, he'll not depart from it. Training a child and disciplining a child and making a disciple out of a child requires action. And in that action, the action that it requires causes us to have structure and a format and even, in my opinion, like a formula. So when we look at Matthew 6, and it says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his formula for operating the kingdom. When we seek it and we operate in that structure and in that formula, all the things we have need of shall be added to us. Let's go back a couple verses. Matthew 6 and 25. Therefore, I say to you, don't worry about your life. Doesn't that sound wonderful to read? If only we could practice it every day. But the truth of the matter is, it's the Bible. It is wonderful to read and God expects us to operate in that daily. He didn't put something in the Bible for us to go, oh, wow, wonderful for somebody else, but impossible for me. No, he said this. And this is really cute because 
I'm going to read you, once we read this, I want to read you four words in a little commentary in this Bible that I just giggled at because I thought, boy, if ever this was summed up good, this is it. Therefore, I say to you, don't worry about your life and what you will eat, what you will drink, and nor about your body, what you will put on. Is, uh, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather in the barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. P.S. This is written in red. We know what that means. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable? Are you not more valuable? Are you not more valuable than the birds of the air? And it says, so consider which one of you. And he said, which one of you by worrying can add even one cubit to your stature? Which one of you by worrying can add an inch to your height? In a sense, does worrying get you anywhere? Does it make you smarter? Does it make you taller? It says this. So why do you worry about your clothing? Consider the lilies of the field and how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say that even Solomon in all his glory. Listen, if you ever want to look at God blessing and God prospering, and God honoring, and all the riches in the universe, all the gold and silver in the earth landing in Solomon's lap, so to speak. Oh, God doesn't want me to prosper. Excuse me, but read the Bible. Can I just say that really blunt? Read the word of God. Here we have David's kingdom, followed by Solomon's kingdom, the example set by Abraham, who was the most successful, wealthiest man on the planet, and and. In a sense, he prospered in every area, in, in physically, financially, emotionally, in a spirit man with God. And God said, I give you power to get wealth. And he said, I delight in the prosperity of my children. And we can go on and on. He put all the gold and silver in the earth and told us to subdue it and take dominion over it. And yet we sit here and we worry and we toil, perhaps because maybe, just maybe, we don't pay attention to what the word of God says. So what are you worrying about? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither spin nor toil. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these, like one of the lilies, so to speak. Now, if God so clothed the grass in the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown in the oven, will he not more clothe you, O you of little faith? Isn't that weird? God's talking about faith when it comes to material things. Did I just say that? <gasps> it's in the Bible. Okay. Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For all these things the Gentiles seek, but your heavenly Father knows what you have need of. Here we go with the scripture that everybody quotes. Seek first the kingdom of God and his ways of doing and being. Then all the things you have need of. He just listed what they were. Don't worry about your clothing. Don't worry about the food you eat. Don't worry about the things you're required to drink and the things you have need of to sustain your life and to, to, to sustain yourself. He said, look, I'm saying to you, therefore do not worry about your life. Sometimes I think worry was my middle name. Because when you have children, when you have a job or you have something you're responsible for, worry seems to always try to tap dance into your parade. That's just the way it is. But here he's saying, don't worry. And he's saying, don't worry about your life. Don't worry about what you eat. Don't worry about you drink what you drink, nor about your body or what you'll put on it. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? He's saying, stop, stop, stop.
stop whining, griping, and complaining. Did you notice I said that like I was whining? And he said, if God arrayed Solomon in all of his splendor, if he takes care of the lilies of the field, if he takes care of the birds of the air, does he not care more for you? He said, are you not more valuable than they are? And then he went on and he said, seek first the kingdom of God and his ways of operating in the kingdom. Then all the things you have need of shall be added unto you. Simple. I want to read you this really interesting thing that I giggle over because this was talking about fear. And it says when and this particular one was talking about fear of the things you have need of to live on. So things. OK. Remember, he said, and all these things shall be added unto you. So we are talking about the things you need to exist on. And here's the funny. And he was using the, these words in order to fear. It is. Listen to these words. Unreasonable, unnatural, unhelpful, unnecessary and unbelieving. That's a lot of uns. Let's do it again. Unreasonable, unnatural, unhelpful, unnecessary and unbelieving. Wow. Do all those uns sound like God and like he wants us to operate in faith? He said, don't do all the uns. Seek first the kingdom of God. Quit worrying. Don't get into unreasonable, unnatural, unhelpful, unnecessary, unbelieving. Instead, seek first the kingdom of God and his ways of doing and being. And then all of the things you have need of shall, shall, shall. Shall I say shall one more time? Shall be added unto you. And when we put his ways of operating in the kingdom, hold on, first, first, not after we've worried, whined, griped, complained, and all that other stuff. He said, seek it first. He said, stop worrying. Unnatural, unrealistic, un, 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 un is not where you want to be if you want to be in God's kingdom. He said, seek first, not seek first all the uns, but seek first the kingdom of God and then expect a miracle. Expect all the things you have need of to be added unto you. Gave you a lot of scripture there, Matthew 6. We didn't start with 33. That was kind of where we landed. But start with Matthew 6, 25. Go to 33. Read it all the way down. And then in the name of Jesus, expect a miracle. I pray for you to expect, expect, expect a miracle in the name of Jesus. Thank you for tuning in to the Place for Miracles podcast. If you would like to receive prayer, Call our Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777 or go to oralroberts.com prayer. Our website also features uplifting articles, online Bible classes, books, and other resources to help build your faith in God. If you'd like to support the outreaches of the Oral Roberts Ministries, please go online to oralroberts.com to make your donation today.